Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. Gotta excuse my voice, you guys. I'm suffering from a cold, so, you know, we're gonna make it through this intro, though. (laughs) Real quick here, but this episode, we're joined by Virginia Outdoors Unlimited, Mid-Valley Mercenary, and High Prairie Sportsman, talking about the upcoming duck season, and we're freaking pumped for it. And, uh... If you don't know who all those are, they're all YouTubers as well. So we have some great dis- discussion about duck hunting and the upcoming coming season. Anyways, guys, before I lose my voice, let's jump on into the podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles on YouTube. Got my co-host alongside me, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting, and a whole slew of guests. <laughs> got Matt from High Prairie Sportsman, we got Titus from Mid-Valley Mercenary, and we got Thomas from Virginia Outdoors Unlimited, all YouTubers as well. So thanks guys for joining us. No problem. Yeah, it's great to have you guys all here. This is going to be interesting discussion, I think. Heck yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) So anyways, uh, I guess let's uh, everybody just give a little bit of a brief um introduction of yourself um you know where you hunt at your channel that kind of stuff let's start with you thomas all right so uh my channel is virginia outdoors limited i hunt in virginia kind of all over the place and um it's my third year waterfowling like seriously waterfowling awesome all right uh you want to go next uh titus sure yeah i'm titus uh with Mid Valley Mercenaries, and I live in California, and I hunt California all over the place. And uh, yeah, I've been doing it since I was I first time I went, I was nine. I've been doing it solid since I was fifteen. So, and I'm thirty four now, getting to be an old man. So, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> awesome. And Matt, I'm Matt from High Prairie Sportsman. Uh, we hunt all, and I've been duck hunting since I was four. <laughs> and how old are you now? <laughs> nice. Well, I think uh Elliot, you, you still have everybody beat on uh years duck hunting, so. <laughs> yeah, and age unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm kind of curious with the with the intro and talking about their stuff, but maybe if we could go back around and just kind of um what got you to make the decision to start filming your hunts and putting them on YouTube? Sure. Let's uh, go in reverse order. Let's go with Matt to start with. Uh, well, I, you know, I just uh, watch YouTube much um, other than like the main shows. And I just, we, me and my buddies, like, hey, we should start recording. Last summer, I was just like, you know what? I just bought a couple GoPros and here we are a year later. Nice. And uh, Titus? Yeah. Uh, 
You know, I hadn't even been watching anything on YouTube. I don't even know what I just I kind of done you a few videos of uh, flying helicopters several years ago. I've had a like an actual channel, but I didn't do anything with it since 2006. And then just last season, I don't know. I just like, you know what? We have so much fun. We laugh. We have all the stuff that happens, and like we have no way of like ever bringing that back, you know. So. I was the annoying guy that wore the GoPro and made everybody talk in the camera last <laughs> year. You know, they're just, nobody liked it at first. You know, they're like, man, we don't have time for that. Let's get out there. Let's hunt, whatever. But then after a couple of videos in, everybody was like, man, this is cool. You know, I like this and stuff. So I just basically, I just want to share and save that memory for myself personally. And then to be honest with you, just got kind of lucky. Kind of the videos started taking off. I was kind of shocked to be honest with you. Nice. So that's how it happened kind of accident to be honest with you <laughs> thomas uh yeah for me i bought a gopro my freshman year of high school to kind of film some dove hunts and filmed a few videos off and on but you know i was normally hunting with my dad and his friends given that i couldn't drive and it was always kind of awkward pulling out the camera so i never really filmed much and then once i started to drive and hunt by myself i really I was watching videos. That was the season. I guess the season I really started filming was the season after Elliot started putting out his first season. Um, and I watched a lot of those. And I was like, this is really cool. I want to do this myself. Um, so I started doing kind of more of the vlog style stuff and uh, just started having a ton of fun with it. You know, going back, I'd like watch videos and learn stuff and remember stuff that I didn't remember from the hunts. And I started sharing it with some of the honey, hunting buddies I've made um, kind of recently. And they're all really into shooting videos and stuff so whenever we go out you know it's about the hunting but also we're kind of focused now on getting good videos and things of that nature so that's a lot of fun awesome Elliot, you want to go go back through and say why you uh started filming hunts oh mine mine was i think fairly similar to titus in that um, i just wanted to record memories and my dad had been bringing around a video camera out hunting and otherwise for years and years so um i i had wanted to just start a video log where i talk about what happens after the hunt um i really wasn't thinking about recording the hunts and so i got this camera in my hand threw it in my bag and brought it along and then just started hitting record a bunch of times and and next thing i know people were watching it <laughs> and and at some point i was like okay this is actually growing i'm gonna put effort and try to go for this and see how how much I can build it but in, in the end for me it's still about my own personal enjoyment more than it is anything else yeah definitely agree with everybody on that so I guess uh kind of we're all youtubers and uh, and we've probably all been watching youtube since kind of before we did our videos so just kind of out of my own curiosity do you guys remember the first youtube channel that you kind of watched um regularly as far as a duck hunting youtube channel Anyone you guys want to jump in there first? <laughs> um, for me, it was Slade Northwest. I, I remember watching some of their first videos back in the day, and they just captivated me. They were so much different than the duck hunting TV shows you'd see on TV. You know, they weren't necessarily the, like, super like, – they weren't the in-the-blind style, I guess, like, vlog style. They were more, like, actual produced videos, but um, they were still really cool, and I remember watching some of them and uh, really enjoying those. Was, that was the first duck hunting channel I really started watching. 
I, for me, I, mine was, I think, DLC 300, which is Ducklander Calls. And they started putting out videos, I think, 2012. And we had we had um, Bobby on our podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. And they actually hunt locally in the area. So I knew they were hunting public land. I, and I didn't quite know where, but I knew it was around. And, man, I was just that, – that was the first time I remember really getting into um, YouTube just home, home done YouTube waterfall videos. Nice. Uh, for me, you know, actually, my mind's going blank right, right now. Um, oh, Fouled Reality, to be honest with you, I remember seeing them. I don't know how long they have had their channel, but I would say it's been long a long time. It's been a, oh, quite a while, right? And I, I think around 2011, think, 2012. Was it okay? Because I honestly, I think it went all the way back to then. And it wasn't like, I subscribed to it, but it wasn't like, it was like one of those things where it is now, like, it was just, oh, you hit the subscribe button, you don't really know what it means, you know, it's like, okay, what does this mean? Now, like, I've got a whole lot more understanding of it and try to explain it to people, but, but uh, yeah, I watched their, I watched their stuff, I think that was probably the first thing, but I still never registered in my mind, like, oh, yeah, I should try to make videos, because it still kind of resembled, like, a more of a TV interview-ish kill shots memories you know friends stuff like that so but um then once i did start making videos then i would start seeing your guys channels you know underneath mine i'm like oh man there's other guys you know there's a lot more people doing this i didn't even know about so it's kind of cool because then i got to start seeing who all was doing this too you know i was like oh this is cool matt yeah i fouled reality probably be one of the first i mean i really didn't subscribe to duck hunting channels before really doing this i uh you know kind of just google duck hunting and then watch shows and then because i didn't really didn't even know about most of these guys before last year <laughs> kind of just stumbled upon it and uh and now like that's pretty much yeah for for me uh kind of kind of stepping back for the last question um you know, a continuation onto that is when I started looking at YouTube channels, that's when I saw, um, you know, Fouled Reality and I saw Elliot's channel. This is like right when I decided I was going to do my own YouTube channel. Um, right when I kind of looked into watching duck hunting on YouTube, um, you know, and I can remember like the actual thumbnail, the first video I saw of Elliot's, it's got Izzy standing up on like, I think it's like multiple boats and... <laughs> And that was one of the first YouTube videos I watched. And then, like, along with Fouled Reality, I think they're kind of like a, a staple of YouTube as well. Just, uh, you know, a, a very well-produced show that's on YouTube. So kind of watching a combination of those two got me started. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I think I can do this too. And, uh, I mean, I couldn't do it on that level when I started, obviously. But, you know, working up to it and getting getting pretty good at it. I, th I think back when Fouled Reality, when they first started, I think it was Ducklander Calls and Fouled Reality were the only two that were really, they were they were still kind of produced, but it was not as much so at that point as like what you would see on some of the outdoor channels and stuff. Right. I think those were the first two guys that really started started going at it, and that was quite a while ago. It's been almost, then you just had all the, the once the GoPros came out, you just had tons of kill shot videos, just rock music and and a gopro on your head and that reigned supreme for a long time <laughs> four or five years thank god that phase is over 
<laughs> I can use a little rock music and kill shots, but you know, as long as you got the other stuff in there too, you know, that's when you get a, a solid, uh, a solid combination, not just only one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if it's done well, but I mean, those videos was literally just guys putting it on their head and not editing hardly anything. So it was mostly yeah, just swinging yeah. screen and, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, a GoPro on your head can, or a GoPro in general can be really add to what you're doing if you do it properly but yeah especially with these new ones properly back then yeah so i guess let's uh talk about kind of the upcoming season um you know for some of us um notably not in california or in virginia we've had uh till hunts going on i guess virginia you've been uh getting on the geese but titus you got the long wait still all right dogs <laughs> how, how long you got uh how long you got to wait for October your season to open 20th. And, uh, and how jealous are you of the till hunts? I'm very jealous. I'm losing sleep over this. Guys, <laughs> me all fresh and hot. Cool. Your shots are all dialed in by the time I start hunting. <laughs> but we do have an early goose, though, come uh, October. I'm sorry, September 29th is opening day, and it goes to, I think, uh, the 3rd. I'm sorry, September 29th to October 3rd. So, so that's a short season. We're trying to get the spots dialed in. Yeah, it's it's super short. Just enough to get you kind of wanting <laughs> it more, you know. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Thomas? You got any uh, big plans for season or when's your season open up and all that kind of stuff? So, our teal season, um, so I'm located now basically west of Interstate 95. So our teal season opens two different times. East of 95, it opened on Monday. And west of 95, it opens on Friday. So uh, I plan on going east of 95 to hunt teal tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. Reports are still kind of bleak, given that the hurricane just blew through there. Um, and then west of 95, we found a few, very few in terms of, I'm talking eight to 10 birds on one spot. So we're hoping to target them Friday. But besides that, um, just looking forward to October. Um, the first weekend in October, we have an early duck season. And then we have to wait again till November to get after them here. And uh, Matt, <clears throat> yeah, uh, our our well zone to the north of us opens up, so that's up in the sand hills, and we got three weeks of that before the season around here opens up. So, yeah, and uh, you've been uh, smacking down the till pretty good here early season as well. Yeah, it's been a phenomenal till year. <laughs> can't even talk. Uh, till year. There's this thing out here. It's crazy. Nice, nice. Uh, your audio is kind of cutting out a little, a little yeah. bit there, Matt. I think it might be your connection. Um, I don't know if you can move closer to your router or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties trying to resolve this real quick. So Elliot, I guess uh, go ahead and what what are your plans for season and uh you know? Well, we're just finishing up our early teal season. We've got one more week into that, so I've been on four teal hunts already, and then the fifth and final teal hunt is coming this Saturday. Then we've got a week off, um, and then we've got early zone youth opener, and we'll have I'm not going on that one, but we've got a two of the boys and um, Aiden and my dad are taking those guys out. Then the weekend after that um which i think it's the 13th we have early zone opening up 
So we'll hunt that. And then we'll have the youth hunt for the regular zone that'll hunt. And then everything opens up after that. So we have one week off next week <laughs> is our only week with no hunting at all from now until the end of January or maybe even into February if we hit the late season geese. So it's, it's on at this point. I think I'm going to need to contact a realtor because uh, <laughs> I'm moving, <laughs> moving to Kansas. Yeah. Well, where I've been hunting teal, it's only a couple hours um, south of where Matt is. And the funny thing, he's shooting a lot of green wings and we're shooting like none. So we've got like, I think we ended up with all the guys that had in our group were at 95 teal. So, I mean, but he's seeing a lot of them, which is really weird. Um, Matt, isn't it about, you're about two hours north of... I'm I'm at well I don't want to say where I'm at but I think it's about two <laughs> two hours north from where you're at maybe maybe three but not a ton, um, but I know he's got tons of teal we've got tons of teal and then the guys down in Oklahoma I see are saying they don't have many so maybe they're just stuck up around us but it's been a phenomenal teal season for the best teal season I've ever had, for sure. Yeah, me as uh as well, but <laughs> that doesn't mean anything compared to Kansas, Kansas season. <laughs> Yeah, that, that center part of the flyway, it sure does get loaded down with teal. Teal love those shallow, smart weed beds, and and I don't know, we just ha seem to have a ton of those in these shallow prairie marshes. And, and from watching Matt's videos, um, a lot of his are kind of in those shallow same types of pools as what we're hunting. Not all of them, but. Nice. So, yeah, um, I guess for me my season doesn't start till the 20th i guess that's a pretty common season opener date because you got that california we got that indiana and is yours one week before that elliot is that right uh we have one zone that opens a week before that yeah our state's cut into like four zones so okay. they open up at different times yeah ours is cut in three zones as well i guess i'm northern northern uh indiana opens the 20th um but anyways yeah can't wait for the big season to start still got one more weekend of till but uh, i don't have any birds located I had one spot locally I was hoping to hunt and, uh, you know, they're kind of all flown off from there. So, you know, it is what it is, but can't wait for season to start. But that front's coming in now. I know we've got a front coming in Friday. Um, I imagine you guys are getting that too, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's getting a lot cooler, but, uh, I mean, I don't know how many more birds there are north of us opposed to south of us. So <laughs> probably more yeah. south of us at this point well, i know we've we still have a ton of birds north of us i'm, I'm sure because we haven't had any any kind of speakable migration at all since a couple days before the opener yeah so i guess uh you know one thing we've done in the past but you know you guys haven't been out in a while but we always kind of do either a this or that or a lightning round so we're gonna jump into the lightning round with you guys um we'll just go around you know kind of quick questions quick answers and jump right into it. So, what shotgun do you guys shoot? We'll start with Thomas. Stoger M3500. All right, Mid Valley Mercenary. Browning A5. That a boy. Uh, Matt. Remington 870 for teal, and then Remington Versa Max for everything else. Elliot. Um, Beretta A300. A5 all day for me. Shotgun ammo. We'll go in the same order, guys. Thomas. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Remington <laughs> Hyper Steel. <laughs> Titus. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> we got a lot of testing going on right now. <laughs> yeah. I always did shoot Super X, but that ain't going to be that way this year. Uh -huh. Kints for me. Kints? Uh, I've shot a lot of uh, Super X in the past. I still shoot it, and I also have been shooting some uh, uh, Till Still for Till Season. Worked pretty good. Elliot? Uh, yeah, we've been shooting Federals for years and years. I went to camp for a little while, but we're still shooting Federals. I like the one and one eighth load of Federals, which is a lot faster. It's 1550 versus the one and one fourth ounce is 1400. So we try to shoot the fastest loads possible. And 1550 is pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like going much higher than that. That's pretty good speed right there um uh, let's see what is the next question on there um <laughs> beard or no beard let's jump to that one uh, i still can't grow i've been trying <laughs> <laughs> own it own it <laughs> uh you know me i'm not the the full-time beard guy i should be though but you guys are the ones that keep it year round but i i during duck season about, about a month i started growing them back so but i nice. definitely do like the beard the beer for duck season. Elliot. Yeah, I'm the year round. If I take mine off, my kids get all mad and start <laughs> not talking to me. <laughs> yeah, and so I do the the beard as well for duck season. Um, but I was gonna kind of throw out a challenge that you know I'd been kind of thinking, pondering this idea for a while, but. Um, have you guys ever seen the the memes of like before season and after season with uh, like? Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor, and it shows him like from like I don't know what the movie is like Titanic or Great Gatsby, and he's standing there like all looking f like fresh and clean cut, and then it shows him like like getting attacked like right after he got attacked by the grizzly and uh, uh, Revenant is that what it's called I can't remember what the the yeah, bear movie is, yeah. and they show like that's the meme is like first day of season versus last day of season, <laughs> and so I was kind of gonna throw out a challenge for us YouTubers to kind of see, you know, let's stop trimming our beards now. Maybe maybe you can trim up the sides or something and let's everybody grow them out completely and we'll do before and after pictures and post them in the Facebook group. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, everybody down for I gotta, that? You got to let me trim it. You got to let me trim though. I mean, I, I hate it when it gets fluffy and thick on the sides. Okay, you can trim the sides, Elliot, but okay. you got to grow it out this way. Okay. Uh, I've, yeah, I've been playing. That sounds good. I'm in. All right. So nobody else. We'll, we'll contact the other YouTubers. And, Matt's uh, <laughs> in. I've seen his beard a lot longer. When I when I hung out with Matt on the fishing trip, his beard was a lot longer than it is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. My, my brother just sent me a picture of my fluffy beard. So yeah, I'll I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> my wife not might, might not be happy at me, but that's all right. <laughs> sorry, Thomas. I guess you will have to sit this one out. I'll, I'll for the picture for, he can get a fake beard for the picture there you go yeah. <laughs> yeah. a rock a sand beard uh, uh, let's go with uh, shot size for ducks Thomas number number two <laughs> and uh, mid valley mercenary probably going to be difficult again haven't decided <laughs> yeah I still like three inch three though I'm still going to stick with that I think it may be twos this year i was surprised some of the patterns that i've seen on a lot of the shells so mainly i still like three inch threes though all right uh matt i go fours until late goose season then I just use twos in case geese come in too elliot 
I've always gone twos late season, but this year we switched to sixes for teal, and I'm really, really happy with how they patterned, and I'm happy with my shooting percentage with them. So I'm thinking real seriously about switching to fours um, as quickly as possible, but I've got half a case of twos. But I didn't like how those patterned, so I'm really thinking about making the switch and going to fours for big ducks as well. Yeah, for me, um, I've done fours for ducks. I've done twos just to cover both, and I've done uh, double Bs for geese. But uh, this year, I bought a case of number twos for ducks and geese. I still do have a lot of sixes for teal. And kind of the same line with you, Elliot. I've been really happy kind of with the shooting percentage with the sixes and just the lethality as well. And I know that probably doesn't necessarily transfer over to big ducks, but, I mean, if it's patterning, patterning that well and you're shooting them in the head with number sixes, it seems like it, it might do the job. So I might kind of tinker with that. And if I have issues with birds not falling, then uh, I'll jump off of it real quick. But I know kind of like as a standard, nobody really shoots sixes at big ducks. So I, I have known of one guy that did um, shoot sixes. So I, I, I wouldn't mind trying. I certainly love how the sixes patterned and we're so stingy about how close we get birds in to shoot at them. We pass up so many shots um, at, 35 plus that I think I'd probably be okay shooting sixes. But then there's every, you know, then there's that time every now and then where, you know, the ducks aren't coming in close and you just want to have something other than a six. And I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense as well. And uh, for geese, Thomas. Oh, I didn't hear the questions. Sorry. Break Shot off. size for geese. Uh, number twos as well, but I would like to get get a case of BBs for that. Yeah, I I shot uh, two twos and BB, but I mean, I also can, that was in Canada, and those are right in your face, like literally like ten yards. So <laughs> I, I honestly think fours would have killed them, honestly. But <laughs> so this year's gonna be different. We're gonna be doing more goose hunt, so I'll probably get a better. I would say I was, twos. I think's even fine, but BB works good too. Matt, BB two. I'll I'll run the twos when I'm duck hunting and have the chance to shoot at geese. But otherwise, if I'm field hunting or whatever, I'll just run BB. Elliot. Yeah, we stick with twos. And we do we do just fine killing them with twos. But yeah, about our shot selection. The only time I've had trouble with twos is super late season. But it, it if you're hitting them in the head, it's they're not going to grow a fat pad on their head. But <laughs> um, you know, late season uh, up here in the north, you know, they just get a super thick, I mean, quarter of an inch plus fat pad. Um, and it's like body armor, honestly. So right. I, I don't mind running the double Bs late season, especially. But kind of a little side note, um, my first year waterfowling using the Browning A5 20 gauge with number fours, I shot a triple with geese. So, it you know, shot size doesn't have to necessarily be there if you're shooting them in the head. <laughs> Um, what am I missing, Elliot? I know there's a couple I'm missing out of this, this or the, um, uh, habitat where you prefer to hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, are you guys, do you guys like marshes or like rivers? Just go ahead and say your favorite, um, habitat to hunt. Uh, swamps, I guess. Dry field is really cool. I did like the dry field. I mean, I don't mind wearing waders and getting out in the muck and mire like we always do, but that was pretty cool actually. You know, just basically wear, you know, regular shoes and some jeans. It was pretty nice. <laughs> nice. 
Matt? Sand Hills Marshes. It's... And there's pretty good hunting, too. Nice. Elliot? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with shallow prairie marshes in a layout boat with just a huge, wide-open spaces. Nice. I'm going to go with um, urban decorative ponds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna go i'll go with uh probably just like little marshes that are cut off the river that wouldn't even necessarily i don't know if what you'd classify them as just like little runoffs of creeks and overflows of rivers you get a lot of birds moving through the river and they'll hop over to those small holes um so that's probably my favorite favorite place to hunt all right well i guess that's probably all for the lightning round uh Let's kind of jump back into talking about ducks. and I guess we didn't say ducks or geese. Let's just go around real quick and say ducks or geese. <laughs> I'm ducks. Ducks. T- ducks. Ducks yep. here. Yep. Dang it, guys. It's uh, so... Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, might, I might have to retire that question because everybody is ducks <laughs> all the way around, except for we had a, we've had a couple. We're like 40, 40 on ducks and like two people have said geese. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's go ahead and talk about duck hunting. Uh, <laughs> so Thomas, you got any uh, you know plans for late season coming into goose or ducking your duck hunting out there in Virginia? It really, you know, out here is just so weather dependent that I haven't really um, locked anything up yet. The only thing I can say is me and uh, my buddy Chase we were talking about the eastern shore of Virginia here. Uh, they get thousands on thousands on thousands of black ducks out there um, oh, wow. it seems to be just about the only duck you shoot out there though so we're planning on maybe making a trip out there and uh, with the increased bag limit of basically just going out there and both shooting two of our black ducks in the morning and then calling the quiz but i think it would be really cool hunting you know out on the eastern shore of virginia something we've never done before or i've never done before yeah that that has to be one of the most rare ducks that's kind of uh looking through the global stats on elliot's um freelance Hunt stats or FDH hunt stats. I can't remember the exact name, but freelance hunt stats. Freelance hunt stats. But I think black ducks was the one of the least common on there as far as what people have recorded, um, even lower than pintails and um, a lot of them. So that'll be pretty cool to get a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I've heard that they're a lot more wary than even mallards. Is that your experience, Thomas? That that they're different than a than a mallard, or you feel like they're pretty much the same? As far as no, they are, how easy I it is to get say, They're really different from a mallard. Um, I had spots last year where I'd have mallards come and feed down the decoys. And every time I'd work a black duck, he or come in from over my head or flare at the last second. Um, they are super wary. I think they don't like to land without black duck decoys in the hole. Gary, that's what I've heard. So I got some black duck decoys for that this year. And they just, I don't really know what it is. They just seem to be smarter than mallards. Just the truth of it. They seem to be smarter and a bit more wary. Um, I've heard examples of them flaring off live ducks before. Um, hmm. Not even wanting to, they'll go land by themselves just because they're so wary. Hmm. So I've heard as well, um, you know, go, talking about confidence decoys, that one of the confidence decoys people will go with a lot of times is black ducks because of those reasons. And other ducks are less wary when they see black ducks there. Yep. And they also have a really good contrast, apparently, especially in, uh, like if the sun's shining real brightly, 
that black's gonna show up off the water. Nice. All right, uh, Titus, what do you got going on this season? It's just gonna be you know the public land. I mean, uh, I love it. So I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. It's just the challenges of it. A lot of things have changed by the end of last year that have gotten a lot better for us personally because. we found kind of some new places. It's so it's basically going to be all like the grasslands basically here in central California. And I, I love it. I wouldn't have any other way. I mean, I said about the dry field hunts, but technically it's just, that's how I started in the grasslands, you know, in the toolies in the knee deep water, sometimes, you know, above wastewater. And uh, I love it out there. So the way California's got set up, I'm sure there's other States too. You put in, for these reservations and if you get drawn depending on what number you get is how you go in so we're but we put in for that every year it's kind of hard to get but when you do a lot of the places up north northern california where we hunt you will have those ponds to yourself like they're assigned to you so that takes out a lot of the you know guys coming in on you on 40 yards 50 yards and you're like you know that's just the joys of public land hunting sometimes you can't help people doing that too but Usually we'll move if someone does that to us or, you know, but like now this year, I think it's going to be a lot better because it's going to be either a assigned blind or it's going to be an assigned pond, you know, and you got that whole pond yourself and you can let birds work, you know, and you, it won't be so you better take this one or you're not going to get another chance type of deal, you know? Awesome. And that's nice. Cause I, I don't like hunting like that, but that's just kind of how it is out here a lot, honestly. So uh, kind of one thing talking about rare ducks that um, I'm jealous of people who hunt in California is the amount of uh, pintails that you guys end up getting. Um, so yeah, kind of you guys, how often do you guys get pintails? Oh man, it's, it's crazy. Um, we lose some guys here. Yeah. It looks like we lost them. <laughs> I'll go ahead and add them <laughs> back in. Well, we keep going. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, so it's back to two pintails, so that's gonna be nice, you know, because uh, I'd be honest with you, Jordan, it was it was so many pintails this last year. Everybody on all the refuges was like, "Why did they drop it down to one?" You know, because it is it's insane, and like you you almost don't want to kill your first pintail right away because you're you're afraid, you know, you just gotta be so vigilant watching for these other mm-hmm. ducks, you know, like. Uh, man, you know, if there's if the way the sun is, if it's an overcast day, it's hard to tell. You got to wait till they're right there. Okay, okay, and then confirm what bird it is. But, you know, it's there's definitely a high amount. There was a high amount of pintails last year. Nice. Nice. Uh, we lo- it looks like we lost you, Matt, but we got you back in here. Okay. <laughs> so we, we lost Elliot as well. I'll get him back in here. But uh, go ahead and talk about uh, your upcoming season. And what you got going so, on? Uh, you know, we're going to do those three weeks in the sand hills, maybe go back up there after, even after our, our closer season opens up on how the scouting looks and what the, how, what the weather does. Plan going to actually go duck hunting out of state for the first time ever. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And then, you know, we, we actually got a cornfield to hunt around here too. He's, in actual field i've hunted them in like pastures and stuff or meadows but not in a field so break out the layout lines and 
Awesome. Yeah, sounds uh, like a lot of fun. Uh, Elliot, you want to go ahead and kind of give a brief overview of your uh, plans for your season? Well, I always uh, preseason kind of put up a hunt calendar of when our trips are going to be and and I mean we in, in state trips. So we're not leaving the state this year, but we've got multiple trips to different locations planned out. One on the October 13th, one on November 14th. Um, and then Jordan, you're going to come down and hunt with me in December. Uh, but everything's looking really, really good right now. Uh, we were really hurting on water and the hurricane blew up through and that really helped. So um, looking at all our all our hunt locations, um, it's looking like it's going to be a really good year, hopefully. Weather, you know, as long as we get some good cold fronts, I think we're going to have a really good year. And um, I'm excited about it for sure. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> you know, for me, my, my season, you know, I'm going to hunt as much as I can locally. Uh, on my own, um, as well as I got a new gig filming for, um, you know, a local company around here. So I'll be doing kind of double duty hunting and filming. And <laughs> so I can't complain about that. Um, and yeah, and I'm definitely going to be doing more exploring as much as exploring and expanding out as I can. You know, I already have this year gone down to um, Kentucky for some teal hunting, went to Southern Indiana for teal hunting as well. And, um, you know, I'm just going to try to keep doing that because it's it's a lot of fun to kind of get around and hunt different places and see different places and and uh get after some ducks and do what we all love (laughs) i'm excited too because my boys are now like 16 15 14 so they're going to come out hunting a lot more with us um i've already had and i've got like three more videos that are coming out now i've already had um simeon's been in a couple videos nevin and elijah been in a video so i'm real excited to get the boys out more and every time every time one of the boys has went with us they've shot their limit so far this year so i'm really excited about that having the boys in the videos more often nice all right if you guys in the chat have any questions go ahead and drop them real quick and uh while they're doing that guys let's go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you on social media uh youtube instagram the whole uh just everything yeah <laughs> go ahead thomas um so i have instagram and facebook so instagram and facebook are both ba outdoors unlimited um, i post regularly on the instagram facebook i'm still kind of starting to get into uh, and then, of course, I have my YouTube channel, which is Virginia Outdoors Unlimited. And that's all I have at the moment. All right, Titus. Yeah, I'm uh, on Instagram and Facebook at just Mid Valley Mercenaries. And uh, yeah, it's so fun name to try to spell mercenaries. So uh, they usually figure it out in the search bar that the, <laughs> those platforms will figure it out for you. You should be able to find us. Nice. Matt. Yeah, uh, you can find us at, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Full Thirty High Prairie Sportsman. Uh, Twitter handles High Prairie. Awesome. And uh, if you guys want to join all of us, we're all in uh, the Fellowship of the Duck Gun Facebook group. If you guys want to check us out there as well, um, but make sure to subscribe to all these guys on YouTube. They got content coming out all season long. Um, they definitely do a great job, and I enjoy watching all of your channels. So check them out there for sure. And if you're looking for them, they're all on my sidebar on my YouTube. Quick link to find them from there. So let's see. Uh, first question we got is, is the update for you, Elliot? So she had her surgery on Friday. We hunted Friday morning 
and then took her in for dropped her off. She had her surgery for her torn ACL um, that afternoon, picked her up on Saturday. And so it's only been three or four days. And I mean, she was totally gimp when we picked her up and the scars nasty looking. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen some of this stuff at freelance duck hunting, but um, she's already starting to put some weight on it. And I'm icing it down and running through some kind of physical therapy, but I'm really surprised at how well she's actually moving on it already. It was kind of a non-traditional surgery and I can't remember the name of it, but they actually use monofilament line and somehow it's, it's, so it's not an actual full blown ACL surgery. Cause those cost about $4,000. It's, it's the use of monofilament line to somehow act as like a binding agent to keep the knee in place and uh, and I wish I could explain it better, but um, a little less invasive, but she's already putting a lot of weight on it. And I think by our November 14th trip, um, that's when I am planning on hopefully having her come back. So I feel really, really blessed that I was able to start that GoFundMe account and people, I mean, I had the money I needed within a couple days and got it right the next week. So we got on it and man, super, super blessed that, 11 year old dog's going to be out hunting in the field again that quickly after an ACL tear. So she's doing great. She's doing great. Awesome. And, uh, looks like we don't have a lot of questions rolling in here, but you guys, I'll give you guys all well, my one dad chance was asking to... one. My dad was asking one about, uh, where Virginia, I don't know if you look back in it, where, oh, yeah, yeah. which side of something or other. Do you hunt the, the West side of the blue Ridge? Thomas. So, um, yeah. So one of my friends farms, uh, last, no, so two years ago, the first video I put out on a little small, like Creek that's West of the blue Ridge. And that's a little private property Creek that they always plant with a ton of Japanese millet in there. And the birds just get in there super thick. Um, and besides that, um, I hunt one lake that's just about in West Virginia. And I hunt that very sparingly. Uh, the ducks and geese seem to move through there super quick and only when it's really cold. So a little bit of hunting west of the Blue Ridge, but most of our hunting is east of the Blue Ridge. Nice. And then he asked he asked as well uh, if you uh, hunt the Chesapeake Bay. So I have never hunted the Chesapeake Bay before. It's kind of a really hard area to hunt um, out there. We have blind laws. So if you can't hunt within 500 yards of a licensed blind and pretty much all the areas out there that are good are blinded. Um, that's just kind of the rule east of Interstate 95 around here. All the good areas are blinded unless they're on public land and those are really hammered hard. So nope, never hunted the Chesapeake Bay, but I do plan on hunting kind of the Chesapeake Bay when I hunt the Eastern Shore and I might be targeting sea ducks a couple times on the Chesapeake Bay this year. Nice. And looks like I got a question from Jake jay fishing have you ever thought of hunting the great lakes i have thought of it but i don't have a layout boat or anything like that or the equipment to really get out there so that won't be in my plans in the near future and then as well as uh, uh tucker asks see any big ducks in northern indiana um i have seen a few but not a ton um you know they're always in the local spots that you can go look down by the river or places like that but yeah we're still waiting kind of once season rolls in, that's when we'll get the big numbers in. Um, then, then Sean is asking about Danny Boy. Is he uh, gonna be? Yeah. 
What was the question? Something about Danny Boy. Yeah, I've had a lot of questions about Dan lately because he hasn't been in any of our videos this year. And unfortunately, when he got this tick bite, it's kind of Lone Star tick, something like that. And he became allergic to all red meat and fowl. So he can no longer eat anything, any waterfowl whatsoever. And when that happened, he somehow he basically lost his desire to go out hunting. Um, so I don't know. I don't know when he's going to be with us. Um, I'm not sure he'll even be with us this year. So I know a lot of people are disappointed about that. Me being one of them, but you know, he's just, he can't kill, he can't eat what he kills. And so it's just kind of taken all the passion away for, out of him for it. Does that, does that go away? Cause I, uh, I didn't really question him too much, but quack addicts can't. said that he had it and it was gone. So it can, it can go away. It doesn't always, but it can okay. go away. And, you know, someone said, you know, because he ate those two possums, right? And I guess possums eat ticks just like that's one of the main courses on their diet. And uh, I'm, I'm curious. I wonder if you can transfer it that way. I don't know. Huh. But That'd be interesting. That would really suck if that stupid possum is what gave him that. That yeah. would just be, that'd be, that'd be terrible. kind of a funny end to the story, but at the same <laughs> Revenge time, of the but, possum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all bummed that um, he's not coming with it. Because quite honestly, it's just always more fun when Dan is there. <laughs> it just is. So, but you know, that's just how it goes. All right. It looks like that's about it for the questions. So um, kind of last chance, you guys want to say anything to your viewers, anything like that? Go ahead, Thomas. Um, nothing much. You know, good luck <laughs> to everybody this season. Uh should be a lot of fun. I'm going to be, you know, hunting a few new areas, but I'm really looking forward to all y'all's videos. And y'all have already put out some really, really good videos. So got me pumped up for some teal hunting. We'll see how I do in the morning. Going to be uh, driving out in about five hours. So going to be awesome. heading to bed right soon after this. <laughs> good luck out there. Uh, and yeah. Titus? Yeah. I just want to say I appreciate everybody, everybody that's supported the channel and all of our channels and really the friendships that I never would have if it wouldn't have been for having a YouTube channel. So it's super cool. I mean, you guys that are awesome, good people and a lot of other people that, you know, that I can't mention because it's just so many people. It's like, it's pretty neat. It's really neat. And I appreciate everybody's support and stuff like that. And I'm looking, looking forward to this year. And like uh, Virginia Outdoors said, I'm wishing everybody luck that they have an awesome season. Awesome. Matt? Yeah, going off what Titus was saying, I can't believe, you know, we're like this community we built or are, are still building. It's so crazy that, you know, our passion can bring us all together like this. It's, it's really cool. Good luck hunting to everyone, all you guys and all our subscribers. Really appreciate the support from everybody. All righty. Elliot, you want to jump in on this too? I'm just glad season's here. I'm glad season's <laughs> here and and we are off to a hot start and things just life couldn't be better <laughs> awesome all right folks that's all we got for tonight i'm jordan from duck gun chronicles co-host elliot from freelance duck hunting thomas mid valley or <laughs> thomas from virginia outdoors unlimited titus from did i say that right yep. <laughs> mid valley mercenary matt from high prairie sportsman um thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in to all of our videos tuning into the podcast and we'll see you guys next week.